Today's daf is daf Nun Zayin. <coughs> we are up to Tanu Rabbanon, the last word on the third line. Nun Zayin, Amud, Aleph. And uh, we are just wrapping up this idea of the people of Yerichai would give peya from vegetables and the Rabbanon were meicha. They made a macha, they protested against that minuk. So Tan Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, so should we. Ben Bayhayon Nosan Peyali Yorok. The son of Bayhayon gave peya from vegetables. And his father came and he saw all these poor people with uh, tons of vegetables. And they were about to leave. Omar Lahem, he said to them, Bonai, my sons, he spoke to them in a uh, beloved way, <clears throat> even though they weren't really his children. Please put down these vegetables. And I will give you even double from things that already have been misered. They're not tevel. And it's not because I don't want you to have these vegetables. But rather it's because the Chachamim hold that a person should not give peya from vegetables. Why do you got to say... Well, why was it necessary for him to tell them that I need you to put it down? So, and it's not because I don't want you to have it. So that they shouldn't say, the poor people shouldn't say, oh, he's just being stingy and he doesn't want us to have all of this produce, all this, all of these vegetables. And therefore he prefaced it by saying, listen, I'm doing this because it's a, there's a uh, halachic concern over here. And because of the halachic concern, um, I will um, ask you to put it down, and I'll give you double from uh, vegetables that meiser have been separated from. That's why the rabbis in the beginning originally the kahanim would put the skins of the lishkas base haparva the the area. With, this was like a room called the parva room, which. Um, basically was on, it, it was near the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash, and apparently it was built by somebody named Parva in the Erev, and in the evening, they would um, give some of the hides to the members of the Kaihanim, and the Balizrayas, the the Azrayas in arm, yeah, the strong Kaihanim, they would go and grab whatever they wanted. And therefore, they made a minhug where they would only set aside the skins once a week from Friday to Friday. This way, each Mishmar will be able to take it from each other. You don't have just you know, the biggest and strongest kahanim showing up whenever they wanted to grab. If it was your mishmar, you were able to get. And usually mishmaris were split up by families and people dealt with each other in a kinder fashion. However, it still happened. So so the owners the, the owners stood up and they were mekadashit to 
Shamayim, meaning they made it, uh, they, they gave it regular status of hektish. Obviously, this was the, the um, agreement that they had with the Kahanim, and this way they were able to choose where it went as opposed to it being a fight. Amru, and they said, it was just a little bit of time later, a few days later, they covered the entire Heichel with gold because now that it became hectish, the, um, the, instead of the Kahanim going and grabbing the skins, it now belonged to the Beis HaMikdash, and the Beis HaMikdash would sell the skins and use it for the, to beautify the Mikdash. Shehin Amma Lama Bai Bedinar Zav. It was an Amma by an Amma, the thickness of a golden dinner, the regal Hayimakalfanaisavan on Yamtif. They would take off the gold, Manichanaisavan, the Gabi Malabarabayas, and put them on a, on a uh, platform on the Har Habayas. Kadeshu Ali Regalam Rain Shamalachta Nova Aimba Delem. So people who came to the base of Mikdash would see the beauty of the Beis HaMikdash. They were kind of, uh, you know, when you uh, when you bring in people who usually are not around to your house, so you clean up first, you beautify it, you make sure that it's Bakavadik. They wanted Ka Yisrael to see the beauty of the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore they would take some of the most beautiful parts of the Beis HaMikdash and put it out in front so the Yidin could see what was taking place in the Mikdash. Tana, we learned in Ebrisa, B'Shol Oimer, Abashol says, There were sycamore trees, kurais, beams from sycamore trees in Yerichai, and the stronger Kahan would take it by force. So the Baal got up and they were Makadish, the beams of the sycamore trees to Hektish. This, uh, uh, these, and everybody similar. Abashol, Ben Bitness, Bishom, Abayasef, Ben Chanin, Oyvi, Mibes, Baisa. He says, Oh, Oyve. This is a problem. This is a woe to me because of Baisus. Rashi says Baisus and all these other people were Kaihanim. Baisus himself was a Kain Godal, Oili me Altan, and and uh Oi means like uh Khasbashalam. Yeah, woe. Woe to me because of all of these um we're gonna translate Ma'altan, even though it's not literal, as the best way to translate this kind of these uh, forceful advances okay that people are kind of bullying others around and woe to me because of and woe to me because all of the um, banding up together to conspire Against everybody else, oily me base kasras. Woe to me because of kasras. Oily me kol musin. Woe to me because of the writings that they put out. That they would uh, put up all these pashkavilin, these signs that you hang up to uh, put down others. Oily me base yishmol ben pichoi. Woe to me because of yishmol ben pichoi, who um, who apparently there's a whole discussion here about. About uh, which Yishmol ben Pichai. Apparently, there was a tzaddik named Yishmol ben Pichai, and there's somebody who wasn't, who was a bad, bad person. Oili may agrifan. Woe to me because of their agrif. Okay, agrif literally means a fist. Again, but it's another expression of, of force. 
Shehem Kohanim Gedailim. These people are all Kohanim Gedailim. Vneim Gizbarim. Their children. They're the Kohen Gadol. Their children are the treasurers of the Beis Hamikdash. Vichasneim Amarkalid. And their their uh, sons-in-law are the ones who are the hot shots, decide, making all the decisions of the Beis Hamikdash. Vavdeim Chayptin Asam B'Maklis. And their servants uh, are you know uh, picking on everybody else with their sticks. Okay, basically what he's saying is that um, you got to make sure, unfortunately we had eras and we had times where it, uh, the finances of Hektish uh, were not being dealt with appropriately. Tanra Bonon, the rabbis learned so shui, Arbat Tzvachos, Tzavcha Ezra, Azara, I'm sorry. There were four Tzvachos, there were four cries that the courtyard cried about. Okay? In other words, it was upset that the, there were four things that were happening in the, in the courtyard, and the courtyard itself was very bothered by these happenings. The first one is when it says, when it cried out, get out of here, the sons of Eli. What does that mean? They made the Heichal Tome. They made the Heichal Tome. They apparently, Eli's children, did uh, things that were pre-tzidik in the Beis Hamikdash. And another cry, Get out of here, Yisachar, from the town of Barkoi. He's uh, trying to get covered for himself while he's being mechal the kodesh, the the mechal He's being mechal the the holy things of Hashem. To have a karach yidei, what would he do? He would wrap his hands b'shiroi with shiroi is silk va'avid avaida and do the avaida. He was trying to be all fancy with his fancy gloves and everything. In the meantime, it's a chatzitza, it's a hefsek. So the the azara, the courtyard said, "Get out of here. We don't need this type. You're trying to be all uh, fancy schmancy, and you're ruining the entire avaida." Open up the gates to Rishmol ben, ben Pichai. The Talmud of Pinchas can come to us. So that he can be the Kayin Gadol. Uh, apparently he was the one righteous person of that era that was fit to be the Kayin Gadol. So that he can be the one who eats the Kajay Shemayim. What is going on over here about him filling his stomach with Hekdish? They said about Yechonim ben Arbay, he would eat 300 young calves and drink 300 barrels of wine. He would eat 40 saw of delectable birds um, for uh, following the meal. There was never nicer found in the Mikdash. And this last discussion about Yechen ben Arboy is a compliment to him that he had all this food because when People know that there's food available and there's generosity around, they come. And the fact that he was able to himself personally eat this, the Kedusha Vatar, 
and give out this amount of food to Kahanim was a testament to who he was as a, uh, as a person, that people were comfortable to come and get uh, this amount. Okay, says the Gemara. My What's the story of Yisachar from Birkai that the Azara said, get him out of here. Get him out of here. We don't know what's, what's going on. Amri, they explained as follows. They said, Malko The king and queen were sitting one day and Malko Omar Gadya Yoy. And the king said that goat's meat is better than sheep meat. Umalkasa and his queen said, Omra Imre Yoy, that no, the meat of a sheep is better than the meat of a goat. Omru Man Muchach, who's going to tell us which one is right? Kain Gadol, the Kamasik Arbonus Kayum. Let's call the Kain Gadol. He's got, right, he's got goats, he's got sheep. He's tasting this all the time. Let's ask him. Osa Ihu. So Yisachar. Uh, Yisachar came and and he kind of Rashi says he made a joke out of it and he said as follows if a goat is better so that should be the carbon tamid every day. If Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants a goat more than a sheep, why are we bringing the sheep as the as the carbon as the carbon atomid? We should bring a goat as a carbon atomid. Now, obviously, this is allegorical. This cannot be a literal discussion because what are you fighting over? Who's what do you prefer? Like I say, ice cream's better. You say pizza's better. Let's call in a third person to hear their opinion. No, my taste buds happen to like ice cream. Your taste buds, are, what's going on here? So there's, there, when you look into the Mepharshim, it's a very interesting discussion that's happening. And what's his response? Oh, look at what Hashem likes, <laughs> you know? Okay. Amar Malka, the king says, Since um, he's making a joke out of our discussion, and he kind of waved his hand as if this is a joke, I'm going to cut off his right hand. So, so uh, what happened was, he bribed the king and asked him, instead of cutting off his right hand, if he can cut off his left hand. Okay? So, oh, I'm sorry. He bribed the person who's supposed to cut off his right hand, and he said, instead, please cut off my left hand. This way I still have use of my right hand. Shama Malka, the king heard, and he cut off his right hand as well. Okay. Omar Rabbi Yasef. Rabbi Yasef says, Berich Rachmana, blessed is Hashem, the Ashkelei liyasachar ishkfar berkoi limit rafsei minei v'hai alma, who took payment from the Kayin Gadol, Yisachar from Berkai, and he got his punishment in this world. Yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky that his hands got cut off because these hands that were supposed to do the Malach, the Avaidah, in the Beis HaMikdash, without wearing gloves, without a separation, he's lucky that he got away in this world with uh, with punishment instead of suffering in Eilam Hab. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, 
Yisachar Rishkvar Berkoi Laitanam Asnisen. Yisachar from Berkoi by answering the king and queen that obviously a sheep is better. Answered that because obviously he was ignorant. He didn't know often a Mishnah. He didn't know a Beferush, an explicit Mishnah of the Tanam. We learned in a mission. Shimonai Merib Shimon says, If you ever have the sheep and the goats written in the Torah, you'll always find, it says, it says the keves before the ezin. I would say, oh, why is it better? Because it's, uh, it's more tasty and it's a better min, it's a better species. If you bring a keves, it lets us know that instead of inferring from the fact that sheep is always listed first, that it's actually a higher quality, it says im. If you do this, meaning there's no obligation, and since there's no obligation, that hints to the fact that the sheep taka isn't better. This is just how we're writing it in the Torah. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, that not only didn't he know Mishnayis, he didn't even know Psukim, Dechsev, Im Keves, the Im Eis. If he does a sheep, if he does a goat, which means Iboi Keves Lise, if he wants to bring a sheep, he could do that. Iboi Eis Lise, if he wants to bring a goat, he could do that as well. Yeah, which, which uh, you know, the, if you take a hint from this last step of the Gemara, it uh, reminds us of the famous parable of the Medrash, which discusses the lion. I forget exactly where this medrash is, but a lion came to uh, came to a sheep. And he said, how's my breath? How's my breath? And the sheep smells the breath of the lion. Woo-hoo! King, time for some Listerine. Yeah, you got to brush your teeth more often. And the king says to the sheep, the chutzpah, you talk to the king of the jungle like that. Yeah, you talk to the, the king of the animals like that. And he bites off the sheep's head. Bites off the sheep's head. Okay. So there's a deer nearby. The king walks over to the deer and he says, how's my breath? The deer sees what happens to the sheep. And the, the deer says to the king, oof, king, mm, mamish, your breath smells like a... Uh, Coconut mixed with roses, mm, vanilla, hint of vanilla, mm, beauty. The king says, "I'm the king of the I'm the king of the animals. How dare you lie to me like that?" And he kills the deer. So the sheep's dead for telling him his breath is gefarlich. The deer is dead for telling him his breath is amazing. So the lion walks over to the fox. The fox sees what happened to the sheep and what happened to the deer. The king says to the, the lion says to the fox, how's my breath? Fox looks at the lion and says, I have a cold. I have a stuffed nose. I can't smell. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what's the, what's the message over here? You have the Kayin Godo. The king says to him, which one's better? The queen says, which one's better? He picked the side. Should have said I had a cold, right? That's what we're saying at the end. Ravina says, it says, Im Kesev, Im Eiz. Do what you want. You, should, you shouldn't have picked sides between the king and queen. You should have found the middle road or just remove yourself from the Shaila. <laughs> what, what's better? Look in the Torah. The Torah says they're both better. Yeah, yeah the, Hashem has two favorites. You're both right. You know, 
and uh, instead he chose and, and uh, he ultimately ended up being punished, even though that was going to be his punishment anyway because he worked with silk gloves. Hadron Allah Makam Shanagu, Hadron Allah Makam Shanagu, Hadron Allah Makam Shanagu. All right, Mazdaf to all of us who finished um, who finished Perak Dalit. And Bezham tomorrow we're going to pick up in the next Perak. The next Perak is, a, is a, um, it's not so complicated, but it's just a complete shift. And we're going to be learning about the halachas of the, uh, of the Karbanis, right? We know that on Pesach we bring a Karban Pesach. And um, in addition to that, the, we know that daily there was a Karban Atomet. So the Mishnah on Dafnun Ches, the brand new, on the new Perak, we're going to be learning exactly what was the process of Karbanos daily in the Beis HaMikdash, and particularly on Erev Pesach. Because on Erev Pesach, we had a Tamid brought in the morning, we had a Tamid brought in the afternoon, and the Karban, and the Karban Pesach was also brought in the afternoon. Okay? So we're going to learn, Bezhem tomorrow, about how the system worked inside the Beis HaMikdash, and that'll be a big focus of the next parak is going to be focused on Carbonus, and we will hold it here for today.